0: and gentlemen. Welcome back to Nerds of the Roundtable. I am, of course, your host, Antonio Padilla, and today we have a special episode, uh, the Return of the Secret Origin series, and we have a very special guest, someone who I'm very excited to introduce all of you to. Uh, Cliff is not with us, as you can see, but I'm going to be trying to hold it down myself. Now, let's get into it. I'd like to introduce, uh, help me out here if I'm mispronouncing this, it's uh, Alicia McClendon. So you I got can- it! Awesome, awesome. I, I like to get people's names right because uh, growing up with a name that everybody and their mother mispronounced, I, I understand how, how uh, frustrating that can be.
1: Oh, yeah, always.
0: <laughs> but uh, say hello to everybody out there.
1: Hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. This is actually my very first podcast. I've never, I'm an introvert, so I've never done this before.
0: i I understand i think uh myself my co-host and many of the guests we have on are also kind of uh introverted and shy but like that's why i think it's great like uh we can do this together because like i'm i'm a pretty easygoing guy to to talk to and whatnot i'm definitely not gonna make anyone uncomfortable so
1: (laughs) right right good
0: (laughs) but so to give people sort of an idea of of who you are and what you do. you know, uh, I, you and I sort of came together because of Twitter, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> magical world of Twitter, and, um, you know, I, I I, followed you, you followed me back, and I just sort of noticing what you put out there online is so that you're, you're a filmmaker. Or, I you,
1: am. I am. Yeah. So, mostly I'm a screenwriter and actress, but I have been able to produce and star in and direct my own short films, and... I'm also yeah. part of a production company that's in Newcastle, Indiana, so I do consider myself a little bit of a filmmaker. I do have to bring the camera out sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I watched one of your one of your short films, the Wing Chun.
1: Yes, I, that is.
0: I, I checked that out. Yeah.
1: Thanks.
0: Yeah, yeah, no problem. I was really um, like there. There's so much to you, you know. Just looking at like your IMDb and like I said, like just following you on Twitter. Uh, I gather you're very passionate about writing. Uh, is that correct?
1: That is correct. So I've been writing since the second grade, and at first it was just short stories, and then it started to become longer stories, and then eventually I came into screenwriting, and then I went to college, I got into filmmaking, and I just haven't stopped yet.
0: Right. That's, that's normally how it is, because uh, I can speak from experience, that's also where it started for me, you know, just writing my own stories or I, I always tell people like the first thing I ever wrote, I believe I was in second grade, maybe third grade. And it was a radio play, not even a screenplay, a radio play. <laughs> like that's, That was the first thing I wrote. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, when I was in school, just between lessons and, and, and whatnot. So, but yeah, so it, it started there for me as well. And then just, writing short stories like you said and
1: right. if, that's, make, that's what
0: making I, little low budget films with my friends you know with our old school uh VHS cassette recorder you know
1: Exactly <laughs> so, you just have to start somewhere you just have to pick up something and start filming you don't have to get the most expensive camera it can even be your iPhone it can be your Android So Exactly that's what I think you know
0: Yeah and that's something that uh, I've spoken about a lot because, you know, in the last 15 to 20 years, it's, been, it's become increasingly easier to get into creating films, whether it's short film or whatever. Because, like, everybody has a, a high-def camera in their pocket mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, at all times. So it's like, just go out there and, and, and shoot something, even if it's something simple and goofy with your friends, you know? <laughs> like, uh,
1: exactly. That's what I've done. Like, I, uh, I've held auditions before, but most of the time it's people that are my friends
0: yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah no I understand completely um but you know like uh, you're a writer the thing that struck me most about like just reading up on you and and you know following you on Twitter uh you're also a martial artist
1: I am so a few years ago I started watching martial arts films with Donnie Yen and so um Bruce Lee too (laughs) And yeah. so I wanted to try it out for my own films. And so since then, I've been taking Wing Chun. I've been taking Kali, which is stick fighting, the sword fighting. And then I've been taking self-defense, which my teacher at the School of Self-Defense, in Indianapolis, he wants people to take self-defense too. Like that's his baby. That's what he wants people to take. So I take it too. So in this class, we have three classes every Sunday. So basically it's three hours of martial arts that we're doing. And it's just something I want to incorporate into my films. And I'm hoping to one day get a sash and a black belt and this and that. But I'm still at the beginning stages. Like, I just started going back full time now. So I've been in class without having dropped out. I've been in class for about three months now. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't come back. Most people don't come back to martial arts class.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen it happen. You know, I I took a few classes when I was young. And, uh, oh boy, what happened? Oh,
1: sorry, sorry. You know how it is, <laughs> the okay. phone calls. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. it's fine, it's fine. Uh But yeah, no, I, I took a few uh classes when I was young. You know, I, I wanted to stick with it, I really did. It's just, you know, it can get expensive and my family just didn't have the, the money. But, uh you know, I stuck with it as long as I could. And yeah, I saw a lot of kids come and go.
1: So yeah. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know why people do that. I know for me it was because uh, I had things going on at home and because of money issues too. So that's when I mm-hmm. say, you know what, I'm going to stop coming and going. I'm just going to stop going. And so uh, yeah. now money's becoming a little better. Yeah, right. But I have a little <laughs> extra money in my pocket to do martial arts. So, yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. And if you can, why not, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, I would say that the first thing that does go when people are struggling with money is martial arts. That's the first thing that people stop going to is that. Yeah. So it happens. Yeah. But I absolutely adore it. I love Wing Chun, especially, which is a karate, which was what Donnie Yin was doing at Yip Man. So that's what yeah.
0: we- Yes, exactly. And like, <laughs> you know, you mentioned uh Bruce Lee, that's what he trained in originally. It is. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, you mentioned uh, Donnie Yen and, like, Bruce Lee, and it's like, yeah, like, that's... I I feel like people have only come around to Donnie Yen in the last 10, 15 years, but, like, he's been doing his thing for a long, long time. Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, he's, like, a big star over in Hong Kong, and he's only sort of recently uh, penetrated the, the American movie market... If that's correct, but uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So even in a Star Wars movie,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's where most people kind of discovered him. But like you know, he's been doing this thing for I don't know forty years at this point. Yeah, like- he
1: has. I'm late to the game too, so I can't blame other people. I was really yeah yeah,
0: late. Totally. <laughs> yeah. but no, like it it is interesting because you know, um, like like how long have you sort of been uh, you know trying to doing your 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 how long have you been acting you know how long have you been trying to like how long have you been in the industry i'll put it that way
1: i have been acting i will say since high school and so i would say about a good 15 years i've been in acting classes and in acting school and um taking theater classes at ball state university i've been doing it for a very long time and i'm very shy And so that's one of the things I was trying to work on, you know, trying to be in front of all these people taking on a different character. And I realized being a different character is so much easier than being yourself in front of people. And so um, I've always told people I'm kind of the reverse of Quentin Tarantino. I don't want to be behind the camera. I want to be in front of the camera. So when I'm writing my stories, I write for myself. I want to start in this script. And so yeah. that's what I've been doing for like the longest time, just trying to improve my abilities on the screen and it's been really tough it's been it's been tough, but as you go out and you get your own camera and you start doing things on your own, you start learning what you need to do a little better so yeah, yeah I've been doing it for I even have a a talent agent <laughs> so i am yeah. an actress
0: <laughs> well i mean uh you have an i m d b page so that's yeah. pretty, pretty serious right there.
1: <laughs> it, I do. Like when people see my resume, even my work resume, they're like, "You're a very interesting person" because I I've, I've been all over the place. I'm just mysterious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it that's sort of uh my benchmark for like when people I know uh get get their IMDb page, it's like, oh, "Okay, like you're you're pretty serious." Like someone someone else I know also recently just got their their SAG uh they got into the the screen actors guild and I was like oh good for you that's real good that is big yeah, yeah real big so I'm really proud of her um but yeah so you said you've been uh acting since you were in high school mm-hmm. like that you got into drama club right
1: I honestly can't remember how I started taking an acting class because I wasn't into drama in middle school or elementary school but suddenly I'm in this drama class. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. And right. we even had to audition for the second year, which I believe was my senior year. We had to audition to get in class. So it wasn't just, oh, you can just go in and run around and do your thing. No, he wanted to see if you were serious. And I got in. And other people did it who were better than me. And I'm like, OK, like maybe I can act just a tad bit. And I've never been in any plays because I'm just way too shy. But they did take me seriously one time when I auditioned for a play. They said, Alicia, you need to come back. And I'm like, because I was being serious this time. But I didn't want to be in the play. I just, I I couldn't do it. But I've been acting for a long time. And I enjoy acting on the screen more than I, I can't see myself acting in a play right now. I just, all those people in front of me, I can't do it right now. But maybe one day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's one thing to to be on camera and like you know like people are going to see it and it's another thing entirely to be on stage and there's uh, you know an audience right in front of
1: you so i'm I get mine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I, I, that's why i'm not doing it like i would be completely uh-uh,
0: not yet oh i get it i believe me i get it <laughs> uh, you know and you also said uh, a really interesting thing and this is something i've, I've noticed as well whether i'm uh, people who are actors who are in my life as well. Like I've noticed, like you said, you know, you're very shy in your in your personal life, but becoming a different character sort of allows you to to sort of come out of your shell, so to speak. Like you, because when you're when you become someone, it really is like you know, you, you it's sort of that cliche that you see in movies, or but it is like putting on a mask, you <laughs> know, and you you have that protection uh it's sort of a buffer between you and the rest of the world and so it kind of gives you a confidence that you would not have otherwise uh so yes you say that's accurate
1: (laughs) that is very accurate even when i was uh, a kid my mom like when i was ever too shy to do something speak to a teacher give um a speech in front of a class you always said put on your acting face you're an actress like let's go do it and so I would do that and I'm able to be this completely different person and I can get up there and I can do what needs to be done and so that's why I can give like I can give some really good speeches I was an A student when it came to speeches and yeah. um I would also say in interviews I get the job because I'm able to say okay you're an actress Alicia like We're going in there, we're going to put on a show and I'm able to bring out a confidence in me. I'm not going to say I'm a completely different person, but I'm able to have a little more confidence in myself and not see myself as me, but see myself as somebody who's trying to get something. And it, it, it works. And I think that's something everybody needs to start doing, like have more confidence in yourself. And once you start acting, you have no choice but to gain that confidence.
0: Yeah, yeah. I totally. recommend
1: for writers especially to learn what you're doing at the same time when you're giving, you know, directions on paper. You need to see what these actors are doing. So I would recommend everybody take an acting class.
0: Oh, oh, for sure. I, I, I always tell the story like when I went to, when I was in film school. You know, I, I want to be a director, so that's what I was studying. But it was like heavily uh, recommended that. If you want to be a director, you should take at least an acting class so that you understand the process and you understand what it is, uh, you know, what an actor has to go through to get the the performance out. And, you know, prior to that, that wasn't even something that I had even really realized or even thought about. You know, it's just like, well, I'm the director. It's like, I'm going to tell them what to do and then they do it but it's it is a lot more complicated than that you know and it's it, it
1: really is
0: <laughs> it is it's,
1: and you have no you know, idea what they're going through or how they're taking your directions and so you need yes. to see what they're experiencing
0: yeah and it helps you to communicate to them better like what you need or what you want from them and uh yeah that that was one of the things that's probably the biggest takeaway from film school really is just like You know, you can't just be the person on set who's telling everybody, like, you need to give me this and I need it now. You know, you Uh you have to understand, like, what you're asking of them and whether or not it's even possible for a certain person to give you that, you you know, not to knock actors, but there are certain actors that are capable of things. And actors who aren't, and that's uh-huh. again like you need to understand what your actors are capable of doing and not capable of doing, and that's that is something that like really changed the way I look at and, and my approach as well. Because I've directed a few things, a few short short films here and there, but
1: okay, you
0: no, know, it's it's yeah, that was always something that, that that's the, always at the front, the forefront of, of, of my process now, right? And I really yeah, I credit that to film school, you know.
1: And did you take that acting class?
0: I did. Okay. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I did. No, I threw myself into it, too. And that's also why I understand exactly what you're saying about, like, creating a character allows you to sort of become someone. That, like, I, I get it. Like, and I do apply that to my re- – because I am I'm very socially awkward and very – I am very shy, very introverted. Mm-hmm. I don't – going out and being around people but i took that from acting class and like the idea like you're going to put on a mask and uh-huh. when you this person, it doesn't matter like no one's looking at you they're looking at this person you're presenting it's like you know putting a character out there it and is because of that because of that in my normal life i can go to the bank and not have like a panic attack you know it's, it's right. It's, It's nice. So that's another thing that I sort of took away from that as well.
1: So I I absolutely adore acting. And so that's why I do even though I am awkward and shy and sometimes I have to be like, Okay, we're gonna put on this mask today, I that's what I wanna do for the rest of my life. Like Yeah. I understand you're directing, but me acting, like we'll we'll probably have to work together one day. It'll be a blast.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) I'm glad you said it cuz I was going to say it eventually. You know, I've got yeah. it's, fu- it's funny you mentioned it. I've got a I've got something in the works right now. I've got a script. Uh, you know, and obviously I just finished up working on something pretty big and now I'm going to like throw myself into this next project and I'm already looking at like where I'm going to go, like where you know potential locations and like I there are people that I want to work with and you know obviously like you and I met and mm-hmm. things are going well so far. Not, You know, I see no reason not to work with you. So
1: Exactly. we can. I, I always say that creatives should always come together and build each other up. There's no reason for us to not be able to do that. And for some reason, on Twitter especially, there's a lot of people on the come up, and they do not want yeah. to work with them. And I'm, I'm like, what's going on? And like, hi. And they're like blocked and I'm like yeah. okay that's fine and there's like a lot of that Indiana too and i been yeah. really confused on why like why would you not want to build each other up to become the best that you can and probably one day dominate Hollywood dominate the indie community I don't know
0: yeah no uh, that's that's my thing as well you know because I've, I've met a lot of creatives over the last five years or so and uh it, it is that thing. I I too believe. Like you know, if we're if we're all sort of coming up together, why not help each other? And that's what I do. When I make friends with people who are creative, like again, uh, there's someone I mention on the show all the time, um, actress Savannah Meyer, who has been a guest on the show previously, but her and I met in 2017, and you know, it was it's. I genuinely believe she's she's a star. You know, she's. And she just needs a break. And, you know, she's genuinely talented. And uh, I always tell her, like, you know, if I, if I have to take you with me and make you a star myself, I'll do that. But it's not just with her. I say that to everyone, like all my friends, you know, uh, everyone I've met. If, if I see genuine talent there, it's like, yeah, I'll take you. I'll take you with me. Let's go. Right. You know? and, yeah.
1: and that's just not what's going on, especially in Indiana, it's more, uh, or Indianapolis. It's more of clicks, Uh, you know, I've tried to go out. I'm an introvert, like I said, so it's hard for me to be like, hey, will you collaborate with me and make this film that I'm trying to do? And and so I've done that a couple of times and people haven't gotten back with me. And I'm like, I'm about to get a literary manager and produce like on my own. I'm trying to bring you with me. And, you know, if you go somewhere, you can take me with you. And it's like, no they don't want that personal things going on in their life or who doesn't have personal things going on
0: in their life. It's true. And, but also I think people are like, uh, you know, this is such a dumb way of thinking, but I think people, a lot of people like that are also like, no, I have to prove that I can do this on my own. And it's like, I get it. I get where that comes from, but like, it's okay to ask for help, you know? And it's okay to accept help if someone offers it. Like, Yeah, I really don't understand certain people's thinking, you know? I
1: don't either. Like, if you don't want to collaborate, that's fine. I'll go find somebody that does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And that's sort of... I've been lucky enough that um, I have a lot of really great collaborators in my life right now. Mm -hmm. And my co-host being one... Well, both of my co-hosts being... Two of them, uh, which neither of them are here on this episode for because they're both (laughs) busy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, Um, but you know, it's it really. I feel like it it really is just finding the right people to keep yourself uh, to keep company with and collaborate with, and want to create art with. You know, I I mentioned to you we we've had on this show many many times, uh, international best-selling author. Ella Dominguez, and she's a very dear friend of mine, very dear friend of mine. And, um, you know, her and I, she will come to me when she needs help with something. She's like, hey, can you read this and tell me what you think? Like, give me some advice. I'm having trouble figuring it out. And I'll be like, sure, you know, I'll read it and I'll send it back to her. Like, well, this is what I would do, you know, maybe move this around or whatever. And more often than not, she takes my advice. Um, and the same thing, like, if I'm working on something, I'll, like, would you read this would you just read it let me know what you think you know don't be afraid to be honest or whatever just let and you know she she does that for me as well and you know again it's just it's finding people to collaborate with who you trust who you know are genuinely want to create things with you it's very very important to what we do
1: i think is and it's difficult at the same time it's very (laughs) difficult And I'm actually part of, like I said, uh, Five After Five Studios in Newcastle. And um, I collaborate with that CEO of that production company. And so he's the one who made Wing Chun. like, Or not made it, but he's the one who filmed it, did the audio, did the score. Uh, Yeah. He really came... Like, he sat down for hours and days and weeks and put that together on his own. Like, I didn't even have to edit it because he knows I don't like editing it stuff. And so... (laughs) i love collaborating with him and i see him doing really big things like finally he's able yeah. to focus on film full-time once we get there it's going to be magnificent i'm so glad he's yeah. focused on film full-time now
0: yeah no that that definitely sounds like someone who you want in your corner like that's uh-huh. that's really yeah no i have a i have an editor as well who is very talented you know he he edits his own stuff and, and our stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's very talented, and he's someone who I always go to as well. So I understand that as well, very much so, yeah. Right, yeah. especially
1: um, when you don't want to do it.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm not an editor. I, uh, no. <laughs> I, I can't do what he can do. He, he's way better <laughs> than I am, So Right. But yeah, so, um, no, yeah, it, it, it's very cool. It, you know, it's it's nice to meet like-minded people, and I, I think you and I are on the same page in a lot of those a lot of those subjects, but, uh, so, um, I want to talk to you about writing. You said you're, you're a writer. Um, let's talk a little bit about the writing process, because I, it varies from person to person. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that, like I said, Ella Dominguez has been on the show multiple times, and one of the first things we, like, did a deep dive on was the writing process. So I'd like to ask you, what is your process of writing like? Like, what, how do you... Does it start with an idea? Does it start with maybe do you have the whole thing in your head and you just put it to paper? Like, what is it for you? How does it go?
1: For me, I'm a little different. Uh, I don't outline. I know you're supposed to outline. Everyone says outline, 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 and I don't. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that comes to my mind are the characters. I create this main character. She's always going to be female. She's always going to be black. The main character. I I like to promote female driven black main characters, actresses and film because we're just not represented at all. There's like two of us in Hollywood right now. And so I create her personality. I create her background. I create like, how do I see her? How do I see myself playing her? So then I create the people around her like, okay, so who's going to be the characters around her? who's going to be her parents, who's going to be her friends, who's going to be, like, I don't even have the idea yet, but I have my character. Mm-hmm. So then once I have my characters down, I start picking at my character, okay? So what is something that she wants and what is something she can't have? That's where I'll get my story. And so <laughs> that's mainly what your story's going to be about. What is something that drives her to yep. go after something that she wants but she just can't have? And that is my process of starting to get my idea. And so then I'll bring that to paper. And so what I'll do is I'll start at the beginning. Like, what is life like for her right now? So Mm -hmm. I'll start there. I'll start writing. And eventually, I'm a thinker. So I'll be at work thinking about, okay, she's going to do this next. She's going to do that next. Like, what is stopping her from getting what she wants? what is Mm -hmm. what is her obstacles and what a lot of people do tend to do is have an idea first and i always say well you can have an idea first but how are your characters like they're going to revolve around that idea but their personalities are going to change because of that idea Mm -hmm. and depending it can always change from like if you have a female main character or a male main character what they're going after can obviously change. And so that's why I start with my characters first. And um, what I'll do is I'll just keep writing and writing. I'll stop. I'll have writer's block. I'll <laughs> sit I'll listen to some music. And the music, I'm kind of like Tarantino. Like, the music doesn't make the film, but it can definitely yeah. help.
0: <laughs> For sure. And,
1: yes. And so I'll write my scene listening to this music how I want it. And I believe James Gunn does this. I believe, like, he'll yeah, have people on set. Does. Listening to the music as they're acting it out, so they can portray their feelings. (laughs) That's my (laughs) favorite.
0: Yeah, no, it's funny you mentioned uh, music because that, likewise, that's something that helps me when I, when I hit a wall, you know, and I've got writer's block. (laughs) That that happened to me. I remember the first time because normally, like before that, I always remember my thing like getting over writer's block was I'll go for a run. You know, like, I, I'd go for a run, and, like, it never failed. Like, like uh, a mile, one like, a mile and a half, it would just come to me, right? Right. And i like, there, there it is. I need to get back and, you know, put it down. But there was one time where it, that wasn't helping me at all. And then I remember, like, putting on some music, listening to the music, and I don't know, like, I think I hit shuffle or whatever, so it was all just random. And a certain song came on, and whatever it was, just like it clicked and i was like i've got it so i just like you know started writing and it
1: yeah.
0: like, I mean, like it was, it's like so it's weird how that happens
1: you know but it is and a lot of people are always asked, like, what do you do for writer's block what do you do for writer's block and a lot of people don't think that listening to music but you have to have the kind of music you want for that scene or that writing um yeah to help you so it's not easy just turning on youtube and What songs do I want to listen to right now? So I have a list of music on my YouTube that I listen to when I have writer's block. And so I'm like, okay, this is a song that I would put in this specific scene. So let me listen to it real quick. And I'm just going to like, it just starts coming to me. And then a lot of times I'm like, okay, I'll just watch a movie real quick. And I'm like, oh yeah, that I'm still in that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so that's just, that's my little process of how I'm going. And I try to tell people it's a good idea, like, just listen to some music. Or, if you know, if you are if you have writer's block, you have to step away from your script for just a little bit to yeah. get your script flowing again. You can't just, you can stare at a blank page, but nothing's going to come.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> is one. You see that in movies and TV shows where it's a writer and they hit writer's block and it's like they're just staring at a blank page and it's like, that's not gonna help you. Like it's you know, not. Stop doing that in movies, like that's yeah, no, 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 for sure. But um so it, it sounds to me like you're very uh character driven when you're writing. Like that obviously,
1: yeah, the
0: Yes, yeah, the first thing you come up with are the characters. Um and it, it's it's great what you said. Uh you said like obviously your characters are are a, a black woman.
1: Mm -hmm. well uh, uh, the main character is a black woman but it's very diverse like i can have uh the her love interest can be white everybody else can be white my main character she will always be black
0: right 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 and that's what i meant thank you thank you for (laughs)
1: oh you're welcome because i don't want Uh, people to think like she only writes tyler perry films oh no
0: (laughs) (laughs) no 100 percent. yeah no exactly um because i i wanted to bring up like yes i I 100% understand that as well. Uh, Being a a Mexican-American man, I understand what it's like to... There is that need to put uh, a representation for yourself out there on the screen or on the page or whatever it is. And it's funny because it's it's weird, like, I'm thinking about it now, it's like, I, I don't think I've ever specified in a script a character's race one way or another. You know, because in my head, it's like, it could be anyone. It could be a black person, it could be a brown person, it could be a white person. I don't really care. Right. there are times where, where I do specify, you know, it's like, this is obviously uh, a Latino person. So, you know. But yeah, no,
1: depending yeah. on how you're writing it, people can guess what you're going after. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yes, exactly. But yeah, no, it's funny because... Like I said, like I I just now realized it's like no, I don't think I've ever actually specified a race for any of my characters. Yeah. But again, that's because like I have that director's mindset where it's like if it's not a like I know what I want, you know what I mean? Like I know and I know like who the characters are, where they come from, and yeah, it's just interesting because like now, like see, just talking to you now, I'm starting <laughs> to realize. <reevaluate. laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: It's, it's, it's well, happened you, to God. me before because somebody was like, because I said she has caramel brown skin and they were like, you mean black? <laughs> so I was like, I can put that. I can just put She's <laughs> black. Okay. <laughs>
0: right. No, yeah. That's funny because I've done certain things like that as well, where it's like I will, uh, writing a script, it's like, again, like I'm going to get into it. Like writing a script and writing, say, a novel are very different things you know, like when you're writing a novel, your prose is different, and oftentimes it's much more lyrical, the way you write, whereas when you're writing a script, you know, everything is a bit more straightforward. I mean, yes, there's descriptive stuff in there and whatnot, but like, it's a bit more like, you know, a uh, character goes to the drawer, opens drawer, stuff like that, you know, whereas oh. in novels, you'd be like, they approach the drawer, which was covered in, you know, dr- sketches from their childhood, and it's like, you don't really put that stuff in a script, you know? So. Yeah.
1: Well, Tarantino, he will, which is funny yeah, because so I cool. studied his scripts and he's very descriptive. Like, he'll let you know that there oh, yeah. are footprints in the snow as they are ambling toward wherever. And so I kind of took some things from him. And so I'll be, I'll probably specify my scripts like, there's something right there on that nightstand. Yeah. And so, I, nobody's ever said, do it differently, so I just keep with it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, and that's what I love about uh, discussing with people their, their process of writing. Because, again, it's always different from person to person. And you know, right away, I noticed how different yours was from, say, mine. Because, like I said, you're clearly very character-driven. Like, the characters are what you develop first. And uh-huh. that, that's very cool. Like, for me, it's, uh, you know, and I've told this story on this, this show many, many times before, but uh, for me, it usually starts with, like, the tiniest little idea. It's always a scene, right? And it could be between two characters or more, or it could just be one character. But that's where it starts, and then the rest of it blossoms out of that. Mm. And, some- and sometimes it'll be like, I have one scene. And I'll write that down. I'd be like, all right, cool. I put that down. And then another one will come. And I'll be like, all right. But a lot of, it's never like linear. Like sometimes I start at the end. Sometimes I start right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I almost never start at the beginning. Almost. But that's sort of where it is for me. And again, like you said, I almost never outline. Yeah. Unless it's something like this. And then it gets way out of hand. And I need to figure out where everything goes. So that I don't lose track of it.
1: But. Yeah, yeah, no, it, for me, that's funny different. that you said that yours starts with an idea and it just blossoms. Because I, when I start my scripts, I do not have an idea. I don't know what this script's about to be about. I just know that I just created this wonderful character, who's going to yeah. drive this script <laughs> into something. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting.
0: Yeah, it, it it's very interesting because like, you know, I've lived with my process so long that when I heard you say that, I was like, oh that's interesting right I, in my head i can't even comprehend that you know right
1: I, like a lot of people just, don't like a lot of people come up with an idea like oh i'm gonna write about this And it's like i don't know what i'm writing about i just have this girl right here <laughs> but
0: i think i i would think and again this is just me uh speculating but like writing that way like developing a character i feel would come Come about more organic because if you have the character and you don't know what the story is, I feel like you discover it more organically, more natural. Uh huh. That yeah, that's very that's very interesting. Wow.
1: It's profound. It's pretty good. So uh, like, once you get the story going, it's like, oh my goodness, like this is the story she's trying to tell. Sometimes I don't even know the yeah. story the main character is telling. And so we get there and I'm like, this is, this is pretty good. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> that's so I, very I've cool. always done that first. Like, that's just always been my little process. I cannot come up with an idea first. That's why I'm having Writer's Block right now coming up with a new script. Because I, I have no idea and I don't know what she'll be about. So. <laughs> right.
0: But yeah, no, that's very, uh, that's very cool. And again, like, this is why I like having conversations with people especially creatives because to get an insight into the the way other people create their art is always fascinating to me you know because you like i said you sort of live with your own process Mm -hmm. and for someone else to be like well this is how i do and at first you're like that's odd but then (laughs) you know you you take a step back and you're like oh that's interesting i would have never thought to do that before And this is also why I like collaborating with people because you do get that experience a lot, you know? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like people are very different. Like everybody has a different process they go through. And I I love that too, because one day I want to steal from that person. Like you came up with this first and then you just started writing and you outlined this part. And it's really interesting.
0: (laughs) It is. It's very interesting. And yeah, it's, it's just part of the creative process that I love so much is that everybody's different. Everybody creates their art their own way. And it's I genuinely do love discovering those things, you know, so.
1: Me too. Fun. It's one <laughs> day I'm just going to be like, how is your process? Like, can I please can you teach me how you do this? Because like you said, you come up oh, with no. an idea first and I don't know how to do that.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's odd because like I said, I'll be. I'll just be sitting around, like, oftentimes when I, if I'm watching a movie or TV show or something, and for whatever reason, a scenario will start to play in my head. Mm. I'm just like, like I, you'll literally just see me just like check out, completely disassociate from what I'm supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah.
0: Because it's like I'm watching, I'm watching it in my head, and then I'll be like, okay, I need to write that down. So I'll pull No, out my I get laptop. that yeah
1: I, I i had tried to do that like what you just said and it didn't work for me like if something happened i was like let me write that down real quick nothing came from it
0: <laughs> Yeah. no yeah and again like it's just it's a beautiful thing about like the way different people operate it's you know like it, it's the, i yeah i, I love it so. <laughs> but yeah so okay so your writing process obviously very different from mine, which uh-huh. I was hoping. For, you know. <laughs> uh, so what uh, what was it that made you want to get into writing and acting? Like, was it was it a movie or TV show you saw? Was it a, possibly a play you saw? Like, what was it that really made you want to tell stories?
1: Well, when I was in class, like uh, it was the second grade, and so they wanted us to write a short story about. Anything. Mm. And so I was like, I'm going to write about my trip to King's Island. And then I realized that I had completely just made it up because I didn't have anything interesting to write about. And I'm like, right. you know what, this is a pretty okay story. And so then i that's when I really started writing my own stories. Like, wow, if I can do this, I can do anything. And yeah um and then i didn't have the greatest childhood ever and so i used to dive into writing when things just didn't go well and so i would just like oh i'll just be at my little desk just writing writing writing. and then one day i saw something from quentin tarantino and uh robert rodriguez is i believe that's the director's name it was dusk till dawn and so i'm a little kid watching that movie <laughs> with my mom of course and right. when I saw Tarantino on screen, first of all, he was acting. But then my mom was like, yeah, he wrote the movie, too. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, that's what I want to do. And so I, that's why I'm such a big fan of Quentin Tarantino. He's my favorite screenwriter and filmmaker. But yeah. um, I, that's when I really started, like, getting really interested in film and writing when I saw him. So then, fast forward... Um, I kept writing my own things and trying to be the next Quincy Tarantino. And then I got into acting. And the reason why I wanted to get into acting was because that's where I felt the most confidence at. That's where I felt like I didn't have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I started finding more friends and people to talk to and people that liked me. It was kind of like a sense of community. And I'm like, this sense of community is what I really, really once and uh, I kind of stayed in acting because of that which was high school I believe I did a little bit acting in middle school in camp but I don't talk about that because that was nothing <laughs> but <laughs> when I got into high school it was a sense of community and people who enjoy the same things as me and that's for writing and acting and directing a sense of creativity and so That's when I wanted to eventually become an actress. You know, a lot of people had came up to me and was like, you're good. You're really good. Have you thought about taking more acting classes? And I'm like, am I really that good? And so um, kind of creating a mixture of that, too. That's where not having the best childhood and having uh, issues with talking to people and not being the best at communication. I kind of mixed those together. and I formed a career. (laughs) <laughs> that I wanted to pursue
0: <laughs> yeah no I I get it completely like you're talking about like you know growing up I didn't really have a whole lot of friends I had friends but not a not a lot um and yeah like there were times where I would just be alone and like writing for me was also sort of an escape it was a way to create your own worlds, you know and that's that's sort of what I loved about it. it's funny you mentioned like uh Tarantino, because um, like I also watched uh from dusk till dawn when I was <laughs> very. Like, I probably shouldn't have been watching it right <laughs> um, exactly <laughs> yeah, definitely should not have been watching that as young as I was, but um no it, it was weird like for me i can I can tell you exactly the moment it was. I remember this. I was two years old, and my father took me to see uh batman the tim burton batman oh and that was the movie you know obviously i'm a huge nerd like you can look at like i've got all these guys back here and like, yeah um that movie sort of started my obsession with superheroes and comic books but also just storytelling in general because i remember watching the movie and being like wait you can you can just create this stuff and put it up on screen and it's like Exactly. I just remember being so infatuated with it, you know, the idea of, because of, that movie, it presents a world that is vaguely familiar to us, but also just like hyper stylized in the way that Tim Burton does things. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being so fascinated with that. Like, it's, it's kind of our world, but it's not our world. Like, you know, like, it was, <laughs> um, so that kind of um, is what started it. But obviously, being so young, I didn't understand, like, what a director was or what a writer was. Like, I thought the people on screen make up everything that you see. And it wasn't until I was much older, like, oh, wait, someone has to write this and someone has to, like, direct this. And, like, there's someone who hires all these people. And it's like, oh, wow, there's a lot more to this than I thought, you know. And that's, that's sort of where I became interested in the creative process of filmmaking and storytelling and yeah it's just it's just interesting
1: it it is interesting and imagine other people also enjoying what you create and i think that's something where because when my mom first started reading my short stories i'm like wow my mom is reading my short stories and then you know i'm creating these world and characters and she's reading it so it's like imagine you know people actually enjoying what you create too so that's what really drove me too
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, that, that I had a similar reaction. I remember the first time I wrote a full, full fledged script, you know, and I was finished with it. I was so proud of it and I wanted to let other people re- uh, read it, whether it was friends or family or whatever. And I remember people reading it and telling me how well written it was.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I, I know I said earlier about how, like, when you write a script, it's like you're not very descriptive, but the, in that one I was. I was very, very specific and clear about what certain things were supposed to look like or what they were supposed to, what you're supposed to see on screen. Weird. And that was something that people complimented me on over and over and over again. I was like, oh, so I'm, I'm really good at that, apparently. right
1: you know what that reminds me what you just said Uh, i lied so i did some i got some feedback on my script recently like literally yesterday i received feedback and so i do i'm kind of too descriptive in my scripts and he did say cut it out so (laughs) i get it now i get it now you're not really supposed to be that descriptive
0: (laughs) yeah no yeah yeah like i said it's this weird thing where it's like like, obviously, some directors are, like you said, Tarantino. And yeah. also, I'm going to bring up the Wachowskis who did The Matrix. Uh, uh, that's, if read, say yeah, if you read the script for The Matrix, they describe everything that's on screen like, every kick, every punch, every gunshot, every like, it's insane. But some people do that and some people can get away with it. And then some people are just like, well, I'm just, it's like bare bones or whatever. Mostly, and I understand that as well. like being a director, because if you're a director and you're also the writer, you already know what you want to see, but also being collaborative with people, you you know, you just sort of write the bare bones stuff and you're like, we'll figure it out on set. We'll figure it out when we're making it, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, that's something I'm very, that's something I do a lot when I'm working with other people, it's like, well, this is what I want, but, like, do you have an idea? Like, what do you have, like, what's in your head? If that works, we'll give it a shot, and if it doesn't work, you know, whatever, we'll just cut it out, go back to the the previous way that it was, so.
1: Right, right, that's what you're supposed to do, too. Well, that's what I would think. It'd be nice if everybody was like that.
0: <laughs> right, unfortunately, not everybody
1: is. Mm -mm, not at all but thank you for that because i was trying to figure out what is he talking about what does he mean that i'm doing the director's job and and he gave me a whole (laughs) sentence of what i did and i'm like what's wrong with that like i put like the main character gripped the door handle and then turned it slowly something like that and he was like no like she turned the (laughs) doorknob right
0: yeah yeah (laughs) no yeah that's exactly what it is i think um you know and not to not to be like you know like i get it but it, that is sort of the thing that it feels like is it feels like like you're you're writing this and if you're too descriptive it like people can find that intimidating like if they didn't write it but they're gonna direct it and it's like yeah how how am i supposed to put my own signature on this like this is clearly <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yeah exactly that, that's what it is, i think um but yeah, i know like, what's that yeah so, I mean, if I can help you sort of understand that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll send you my script. You, you highlight the parts of me directing, please. I do <laughs> look, it a lot. I would,
0: I would love to read it. I really would. <laughs> so if you want to send it to me, I'll read it. I'll give you some feedback. And, yeah,
1: uh, thank you. Who
0: knows? I can send to you some, this thing that I'm working on. If you want to take a, take a look at it.
1: Yeah, just as long as you're uh-huh. open with notes. Because oh, I, I, I did notes for somebody recently, and he has not spoken to me since.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I, you said something about that on Twitter, and I was like, why would you ask someone for feedback, and then get upset at their feedback? Like, that's dumb.
1: <laughs> People have butchered my stuff, and me, I was just telling him, this is not logical. You can't just go, like, for example, like, you can't just go into, I'm not going to specify it, but what you can't, right. what you just said, is not something you can do. Like, you no. just can't do it. It's not legal. And he didn't like <laughs> it, <I don't> think. <laughs> yeah
0: no it's it's you know it's such a weird thing where uh especially when it comes to writing because oh man like because you just brought that up like things you can do things you can't do uh and especially like earlier when you were talking about the way you write or whatever like you know your characters and and the way a good story will evolve them they're not the same person they were at the end of the script as they were at the beginning of the story so and that's that's supposed to happen. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, if a character uh-huh. remains exactly the same all the way through, you have failed that character. <laughs>
1: like, that's Exactly. Not,
0: that so is not that's good. Why
1: I'm getting feedback on mine, because I'm like, for this specific script that I sent in, like, she kind of, she wasn't the same, but in a way, she didn't. There was no arc, he said. The little arc. And so, um I sent it back to whoever, so I'm trying to get some feedback. But he did say he would uh definitely, like, because you get a pass, you get a consider, and you get a recommend. And I got to consider, so I didn't I didn't fail. Like, I'm not a terrible yeah. writer yet. But yeah. you're absolutely right about that. So with my character, I need to work on her a little bit more.
0: Yeah. And, again, you said this uh, – you also said this earlier about, like, uh, you said so many great things and so many hmm. things. I'm like, yes, I, she, gets she gets it. So I'm going to try and circle back around to some of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, you're talking about again, like you're talking about like uh, evolving the characters, and oh man, I totally forgot my, t- I totally lost my train of thought. It was a good one too.
1: <laughs> I don't know because I said so much. <laughs>
0: you did, you did, but but it was all just so great, you know. Like I was listening to you say what you were saying, and I'm like, yeah, she gets it. Like she really does get it. So oh, I'm yeah, yeah, no, like I said, like I made up my mind pretty quick. Like I, uh, I'd like to work with you. I really would. So. <laughs> same here.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Because a lot of, nope. that is something people uh, have trouble with. And so I was I'm writing a cycle, not a psychological thriller, a sci fi thriller. And so thrillers is just really difficult for you to get your character to evolve at the end. And so that's where I'm having trouble with her because it's about her. But at the same time, it's about the specific thing, too. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, evolving your characters, you have to do that in any script, unless it's like Forrest yeah. Gump or something, because he didn't evolve it at all, but it works. <laughs>
0: uh, but, but I mean, that movie, that story is more about how this one person, and again, like I said, like, he's the same person he was at the beginning as he is at the end of the story, but it's more or less about how he changed people around him.
1: Yeah, that is so
0: weird. Events around him. Uh-huh. so and in a way like that also works very well like uh oh, see now we're just breaking down like <laughs> you know so like, we
1: should just do this let's just talk about
0: I, <laughs> I feel like you and i should do a, a separate podcast together where this is what we do so, <laughs> right
1: no agree
0: <laughs> but um uh, yeah 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 100 um but so i want to talk to you about you know, obviously the show is, we, we call the show, uh, nerds of the round table. I'm obviously a very big nerd. Like I said, you can see all my stuff back here. Um, you know, just from, from getting to, to, to know you a little bit on Twitter, like you're obviously a bit of a nerd as well. You know, you're a self-proclaimed nerd. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, like, what, are you're into? Yeah, like what, what are the things you're into? Cause like Obviously, you're into sci-fi. I know you're a Star Wars person. Uh, I am. Yeah, uh, you I like video games.
1: games though, we'll we'll talk that. about.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. But like, yeah. what are what are you into?
1: Um, like there are so many things I can say, but I think one of the biggest things that surprises people about me is I love video games. I absolutely anime too. Like anime, video games. Um I am into sci-fi. I will be at the next Star Wars. I will. I don't watch Star Trek, uh, but I I lied. I do watch the movies. Um right. I do martial arts. There, there's a lot of things about me. Um, I love Marvel versus DC. I'm always there. Like I need to watch the Justice League, the Snyder's Cut soon, but I yeah. just don't have HBO Max. But I'm going to Get rid of the 14 dollars and suck it up and um because I have to have to watch it, and I just got Disney plus, and so um I love like of all those so I probably watch anime more than anything or play video games more than anything, and my brother, he's a nerd too, like he he's into all of that, but he's he got the manly thing going because he does football too, and I try to do football also, right. but I'm not the biggest football person. <laughs> At no all. That,
0: that that's funny cuz uh we had I don't know if you know who Aaron shonky is. He's uh-uh. the guy who does uh like I don't know if you've seen Bat in the Sun any of that stuff that they do on YouTube.
1: Uh-uh.
0: He he makes like these really fantastic uh fan films, I guess you would call them. He does like a lot of Batman stuff and uh, he he's phenomenal. <laughs> you, should, you should check his stuff out, but we had him on the show last year. It was a big get. Um and he was talking to us after we recorded. And he was like, because uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, like myself and my co-hosts, we're originally from Nebraska. And <laughs> Aaron, when we told him that, he was like, oh, so are you guys big uh, Husker fans? And I'm not a football guy. Uh, my co-host is. Yeah. I'm a hockey guy. I love hockey. Uh, so, But it's weird, like we do have that side of us where we are nerds like we love like superheroes and sci-fi and video games and stuff but we both do have that like my my co-host is a football guy i'm a hockey guy i Mm -hmm. love hockey. that's my thing um but yeah no it's just it's just really interesting like aaron like i brought him up he's a big football fan and him and my co-host had a big discussion about football and i was just like
1: Oh, right,
0: you wow. <laughs> <It> involve yourself <laughs> with that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I was just kind of sitting there, like nodding a yeah. lot. Yep, so, yep. we
1: do have that little side to us that other people don't realize. And and then, with my video game, people haven't even heard of my video game, like, okay, like it's the biggest game in the world it's Dragon Age, and nice. nobody's ever heard of it,
0: really, because really? I've heard of it.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Most people have heard of Mass Effect, which is my second favorite video game of all time. Right,
0: Dragon Age,
1: yeah. and they're from the same company.
0: Re- yeah, no, I've heard of Dragon Age. That's surprising that other people like you know don't know what that is.
1: Yeah, like, come on now, break it down for me, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, we all had that side to us.
0: Right, right, right. So, you know, you're you're a gamer you play dragon age uh you'd probably be interested in one one of my other my other co-host uh he has he's a he's a big gamer he has a youtube channel where it's all just gaming and he plays everything from like uh skyrim to uh grand theft auto to he's he plays fortnite as well like he plays everything like any game that's okay. out there he, he uploads content for he's oh. yeah he's, he's really I cool
1: I want my brother to do something similar to that, and so I would be like, he'll be the gamer, and I'll just be the person giving, like, the audio. (laughs) And so, like, uh, I guess a new Silent Hill is supposed to be created, and I don't play scary games, but I'm a huge Silent Hill fan, so I'll have my brother play for me. And I'm like, just let me be the person, you know, in the background, giving the audio while you're playing.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'd watch that for sure. No, it's funny you say that because I did a similar thing with – one of my ex-girlfriends. This was years ago. Yeah. But, like, I would be playing online, but I would give her the headset. And so she'd be talking to everybody, and they're like, this girl's kicking her ass. Like, what is going on? Like, so, <laughs> I've but, done yeah. that,
1: too. People want to pick on my brother. I have taken the headset from him. And they're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's That's always fun to me. I think it's fun. Yeah. But, well, so what do you play on? Are you are you PC? Are you Xbox, PlayStation? What, do you, what are you playing on?
1: playstation so i need to get the ps5 i haven't got it yet because no game is out that i want to play but i've been strictly sony for the longest time my brother he was xbox but now he's pc and we make fun of each other all the time because (laughs) he's like his is so much better and i'm like well you have to build yours mine just comes in a box and so like i've always been sony i will never switch ever even if Xbox has some of the good games, like, there was a game that was only on uh, Microsoft. I believe it was Jade Empire a long time ago. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, it was only on Xbox. So, of course, I had to get an Xbox. But I went back to Sony. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that that's so funny that you say that. Like, I'm, I'm a Sony loyalist as well. Yeah. Like, ever since uh, PlayStation 1, like, I've yeah. always been a Sony guy. Never owned an Xbox, and I always say, like, I never will own an Xbox. Um mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I gave the Xbox to my, my brother, brother, and
0: he yeah. had the
1: 60 and he stopped there. That's when he went to PC.
0: See, and that's another funny thing is like my brother also was an Xbox person. Yeah, and that, yeah. I did convert him to PlayStation, but uh he also now went on to PC, so now that's right,
1: right. No game they want to play they'll come to the sony side like i believe god of war or something was only yeah. on the ghost of i forgot what that game is called uh it was only on sony so he borrowed the playstation oh, for us
0: yeah ghost of uh Sh- tsushima tsushima i, I believe
1: say, yeah and they're making a movie out of it too
0: they are yeah, yeah. which is very cool yeah my brother was a huge fan of that game and i remember he showed me they have something called uh, Kurosawa mode where oh. it turns everything black and white and it's subtitled. And he, <laughs> he turned it off. He didn't tell me what it was called. And I was like, oh, it just turned into a Kurosawa movie. And he Why? laughed. It's called Kurosawa. Oh, that would
1: be interesting to see. <laughs> uh,
0: so we had a laugh about that. Like, that was funny. Uh, yeah. But that, again, that's me being the, the film, film uh, nerd. I was like, oh, cool, like a Kurosawa movie.
1: Right. So- <laughs> And I would have been like, you need to, like, keep it like this, please, because...
0: I did. I was like, you need to play the whole thing like this.
1: Yeah. So. I can't believe they're making it a movie already. Come on. And I'll watch it, too. Oh. I'm going to watch it.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll watch it, too. Because I didn't, I didn't play the game, not because I didn't watch it, because I was already playing a lot of stuff at the time. I just didn't uh-huh. have time to. So I'm like, ah, uh, they're making a movie? I'll watch it. I'll <laughs> watch it. Yeah.
1: That's fine with me. Uh,
0: Yeah. So, uh, like, so what else are you playing? Like, uh, or is it strictly, do you stick to that?
1: Um, I, I am currently playing, like, I'm still with Sony, but I'm playing, uh, on my phone, actually, uh, Final Fantasy 9. And so, like, that's the game I'm currently playing at the moment, which, that is really weird, because you can just play it on the PlayStation. Um... Where's my PlayStation 2? My PlayStation 2 is somewhere around here. But you can just play it. But I'd rather just play it on my phone. It looks pretty. And plus, I can go everywhere with it. But I like to use a walkthrough. And so it's kind of hard when I'm playing on my phone. Then I have to check the walkthrough and then this and that. And so, but that's the game I'm currently playing at the moment. (laughs) That's right. I had to go old school. There's nothing out at the moment that I want to play.
0: Yeah, no, I, I understand that. Very, very much. I think the last thing I played, like in terms of new, was uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I played that.
1: Didn't they take it off the uh store,
0: the game store? They did, uh, but I bought a physical copy. Oh, I'm you got a
1: physical, physical
0: copy? I'm <laughs> physical media, in case you couldn't tell. Uh, yes,
1: no, I'm <laughs> You like because they closed down like all the like family video just closed down, usually I would just walk into a store and go, Okay, I wanna play that game. But you can't yeah. do that anymore. So I can go to disc replay and do that, but it's not the same.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, it's 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 not. Uh I miss the like a lot of people don't realize how old I am. Um and I'm always like here, I'll tell you how old I am without telling you. Uh I still have my blockbuster card. In my wallet so okay, you like, give it up
1: <laughs> yeah
0: like, I'm still holding on but uh, <laughs> there's
1: only one left
0: <laughs> is, yeah there's only one left but yeah no I am a physical media person like that's, that's uh, uh, you know I still I, I, I buy blu-ray I buy uh, and, and yes I have every streaming service but like the highest possible quality you're going to get is on a physical you know a physical I, format. So.
1: Right, I think so too and I still buy physical copies like I don't, I have never downloaded besides on my phone, I've never downloaded the yeah. game.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah, me too Uh although the one exception was uh The Last of Us, the remastered edition because it came, mm-hmm. the digital copy came with my Playstation 4 so I was like, oh okay, oh. I'll just download this to play it but yeah, yeah no, aside do, from
1: my like, brother played that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, I played that, and I played the, I played two last year as well, because it came out on my birthday, and I was like, oh, it's my birthday, I'm going to treat myself to this. So Exactly,
1: that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. How did you exactly. like it? Because my brother, he didn't like it.
0: Like, I know people didn't, there were a lot of people who didn't like it, but I enjoyed it. Um, but not not to say there weren't things about it I didn't like. Like, I did not like, uh, spoiler alert for anyone out there who doesn't know, <laughs> I did not like that Joel died. I did not like that he died so early in the story. Um, And I did not like having to play as Abby, the character who killed him. Because I was like, this character just murdered the character I love. And I'm like, why are you forcing me to play as her? Like, I don't want to play as her.
1: I don't blame you. Because when my brother told me that, I said, I'm not, that's, I can't get behind that. I can't get behind that.
0: Yeah, it was, it was definitely a struggle to finish the game. But I finished it, and I was like, okay, I enjoyed it. I understood what they were saying, you know, the story. It's the cycle of violence. I get it.
1: Mm. I appreciate
0: the story. But it was pretty rough to, to get through, <laughs> you know?
1: I've been crying the whole time. Like, why do I got to play with
0: her? Oh, my God. I cried so many times.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it took me a while to finish it. Like, I couldn't sit through and just play. All the way through. I had to break yeah. it up because it was too emotionally heavy. So. Right.
1: That is so funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so, um, so you, you didn't play uh, The Last of Us.
1: No, I didn't. My brother did. I, some games I just don't play. Like, I'm very picky with my games. Like, I, I will mostly <laughs> play role playing games. That's just how I am. I stick to my role playing games unless it's Tomb Raider. I'm there for Tomb Raider. So, uh, the last one was really hard, so I had my brother beat it for me, but, uh, that is the game that I'll stick with, like, adventure games, but role-playing games is my calling. (laughs)
0: Nice, very nice, very nice. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not, like, uh, I I know everybody loves, like, their shooters or whatever, and Mm -hmm. I'll I'll play one every now and then, you know, but, like, my, my forte are fighting games. You know, I'm a big Street Fighter Yeah, I love Street Fighter, uh, you know, because I'm a big nerd, I, I really got into the Injustice series, which is, it's a DC fighting game, which mm-hmm. is very cool. I really love those. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of a outsider in the world of games as well. Yeah. yeah. All the really popular games I'm not really into, with rare exceptions, but yeah.
1: Right. No, same here, but some games I will get, like, I will buy Silent Hill, I will buy Tekken, I will buy Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but I'm not huge on those games but I'm huge on those games if that makes sense like I'm going to buy it I have no choice I will play it but yeah, I'll play it for the story though like I I don't want to fight you I don't want to versus I don't want to do any of that I just want to play for the story please (laughs) that's (laughs) all
0: (laughs) no yeah that's very cool that's very cool no yeah it's so weird talking to you for the first time here on the show and it's like, oh yeah, like her and I have a lot in common, like this is cool.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> so, is weird, isn't it?
0: <laughs> very strange, but hey, I, I you know, you're right. Cool. <laughs> so,
1: um,
0: yeah, so uh, you're a gamer as well. I noticed you, you know, you said you got Disney Plus and you were watching, uh, you were kind of late to the game on The Mandalorian, right? Ah,
1: um- Oh, yeah, very late. I'm like on episode seven, season one. I'm very
0: late.
1: But I didn't watch WandaVision. That's why I really got it.
0: Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, Um, don't worry about the Mandalorian. I was really late on that one as well.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't watch it until after season two finished up. And then I watched all of season one and season two. Really liked it. It's really good. Um, Have you you started uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
1: I have. There we are. Sorry. Oh, I have right uh, started that. Um I am I guess there's an episode 3 up?
0: Yeah, yeah, it just it just went up on Friday. So.
1: Okay, so well, that's where I'm at then.
0: Right. Nice. Uh, well,
1: I I'm enjoying it.
0: That's good. That's very good. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like the I really like the show. One of, the, one of the things I am I look forward to at the end of every week. So, But I mean, I watch so much uh, content these days that it's like I remember two weeks ago, like we did an episode of our, our regular podcast show where we just sort of talk about the news and whatnot and we were like, we gotta talk about this show that, that just came back and this show that aired its final episode and we gotta talk about this show and this show and then we gotta review this movie and we gotta, like, it was... We were we all agreed, like, we're suffering from content overload at the moment. Yeah. Like, there's, like, it's insane. Uh, but, like, on top of, like, trying to keep up with all the shows and movies and then working as well, it's like, ah, uh, there's not enough time in the world. <laughs> so. Not
1: at all. Like, there's just too much that's happening all at once. But I, I go with it. Like, I'm very late to the game always. But other than that, like, I'll, I'll stick with it. Like, I'll get to it
0: yeah no that, that that's funny that's like my my co-host he's all, he's always very late to uh catching up with movies but again he's super busy i don't know how he makes time for anything he's on like five other podcasts including the one we do
1: mm-hmm. and
0: he's uh what he's doing in his life is he's he's a big wrestling fan and he's pursuing a career in like independent professional wrestling
1: oh and- wow
0: yeah, yeah, and he's uh, he's had he's held a couple titles, he's been like the champion,
1: yeah. And I used to do wrestling, um, yeah, entertainment wrestling, though, not not real yeah. wrestling. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <it's> real, but <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And it's funny, like, that was something we talked about because someone was heckling him about it, like, you know, it's fake, right? He's like, of course, we know it's fake, like, it's like, <laughs> but it's like, you know. The thing I always talk about is, like, I feel like fake is the incorrect word to describe it because you do need to possess a level of athleticism and you have to be able to, you know, you do need strength and and, and athletic ability to do it. So, on that level, it's very real. But, like, obviously, like, you don't go out there like you're not trying to really break people's backs and whatnot. I mean, it can happen on accident, but, like, (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah.
0: And it's it's like... Yeah, it's like, of course it's not real. It's entertainment, you know? But, like, that that would be, like, heckling people who make movies and TV shows. Like, oh, what you do is fake. It's like, of course it is. Like,
1: it's, you know? Exactly. And and my thing <laughs> is, I think the, the scripts are fake. But the moves, like, I will say that I wouldn't do any of those moves. Like, you can't pay me oh, to yeah. go to the wrestling ring with any of them. Like, Jeff Hardy and them, like, no, yeah. I'm not doing their moves.
0: I- I'm glad you brought up Jeff Hardy, because that was, that was my guy growing that up. That was
1: my guy. I loved Jeff Hardy. I had, like, a huge crush on him. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, Jeff Hardy was my dude. The way he would, like, jump off the highest surface and do all his crazy stuff. but like,
1: Yeah, breaking Jeff bones brought- and stuff. Like, I don't know what their problem was, but it worked.
0: <laughs> yeah. D- you know, if you can do it, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Mm-mm, I'm yeah, not doing it. That, that's, but, uh, that's what my co-host does, and he's... Mm. Yeah, I'm very proud of him, because he... Yeah. You know, he him and, Like I said, he's got some success, and he's uh, making his way up. So, yeah, that's my boy.
1: All right. <laughs> I, I hope he does succeed. And is he trying to get into... What is it? Uh, is it still a WWE, or is he trying to maneuver somewhere uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. He's more trying to... Uh, I think the goal for him and a lot of his uh, fellow wrestlers, there's a new division called AEW.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's sort of where they're all trying to get. And so it's okay. like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Chase your dream.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs>
0: that, that's what he's doing. I don't know if, if, if it's a wrestling-related thing that he couldn't make this episode or not, but I, that's usually what eats up most of his time.
1: Yeah, no, I get it, because really, I was supposed to be filming today, <laughs> so oh. I get it.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, what? we were supposed to film today. <laughs> of course, I was going to be back for this, but I was supposed to film also early okay. in the morning.
0: Right. So, so what what happened? They just pushed it back? or They what, pushed what it
1: happened? back, so it's going to be um, August 10th. We're doing something for um, a, a community college, and... Um, I guess we're supposed to get B footage for them. Like, they're making a commercial, and we're supposed to get, like, the extra footage for them because they'll probably do, like, interviews or something. Right. And so he wanted us to go in and get some extra footage for them. Right, right on. Yeah, so he's trying to make it, like, he's trying to make us official where companies will start to hire us, and I think he's doing a really good job with the company.
0: That's very cool.
1: Yeah, can't wait for that. Like, people to ask us to do commercials for them and things like that. I hope I'm around for that. Yeah, Los sure. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'll yeah, take what
1: they
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's funny you mentioned, like, you know, you're supposed to be shooting, and then, you know, like, the reason I ask is because, so when we had the, the Justice League uh, virtual premiere, um, there was someone who was supposed to go with me, was supposed to attend with me, and we were supposed to attend, like, a virtual screening with Zack Snyder and everything, and at the, literally at the last minute, she was like, uh i just found out i have a table read for something and i just can't make it and i was she's like i'm i I hope you're not upset And i was like no man like that's work go work like it's totally cool we'll do something else some other time
1: right like sometimes work just gets in the way of things like but i try to plan things where something like that would not have happened yeah i'm trying to do a premiere
0: (laughs) exactly and that that was really the only thing because like i invited them because it's like like obviously it's like Zach's gonna be there and it's like I feel like that would be something that possibly could be beneficial. It would be definitely beneficial. <laughs> yeah. But like at the last minute, she's like, Oh, they they scheduled the table read at the last minute. <laughs>
1: that would have been and like I, what table read. <laughs> yeah. But was I was that like, for
0: me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, you know, I had fun and it was just uh yeah. <laughs> great time, great time. wow that would have been really cool like uh yeah it would have been
1: really cool i mean it was but i can't wait to watch the movie
0: oh and please when you watch it let me know what you think i I mean like the whole time everybody's
1: already (laughs) seen it there's no such thing as spoilers
0: (laughs) yeah but yeah no i've told everybody i was like as soon as you watch it, let me know what you think because I'm genuinely like, I want to get feedback, I want to hear what people are saying.
1: Mm-hmm. So, How so did you yeah, talk so. To that movie, I'm confused.
0: That's an interesting story.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I mean, the short version of it is uh, you know, sometimes being a Stan pays off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I, it, <laughs> no, it, it, it. it It you know changed my life and it 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 uh, I'm forever grateful. So
1: good. I'm glad that happened for you and I'm glad that he was able to put that together because a lot of people were waiting. Like at first, it was just a joke. Like nobody really thought that he was going to put something out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it 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 was. (laughs) And like I always tell people, it felt at times. It's like no matter how hard we were trying to get, it was. It always sort of felt. There were times where even I was like, "Ah, this probably never going to happen so when the announcement came out it was like oh my god you know it was just this great moment of elation right
1: like, that's <laughs> amazing i'm so glad that it happened for all of you that's that's something because he he did have a vision for this and a lot of people were he like did. oh the whole thing failed dc is you know not as good as we thought and we yeah the movies and yeah yeah, and so um, for him to actually show us what he was going to put out, which I haven't seen it yet, but I already know it's going to be spectacular. I haven't heard anything bad about it.
0: Yeah, Nothing. yeah. And that's what I always tell people is, like, it came out, and, like, the overwhelmingly positive reaction that people had to it was so, like, heartwarming, you know? Because it's, like, I, I feel like if anyone deserved that victory lap, it was it was Zach
1: so and, well, you, you know, have to I tell us well, if he will continue with the dc world now like is he going to come back or what
0: uh <laughs> that, that's one of those things i can't really talk about
1: right okay. now i figure i figure
0: <laughs> yeah so we'll uh, you know we'll cross that bridge when it comes to it but uh, <laughs> but just uh you know there there's uh, all I can say is there's some, there's some pretty crazy stuff. Like, I know there's stuff Zach wants to do, and he, mm-hmm. he, did, he laid the foundation for it in, in Justice League. And so it's go- it, it'll be really cool. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> oh, wonderful. Oh, did you turn your camera off? It just went.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I'm still. Uh, okay. We'll see, we'll see what happened here. Hopefully we'll come back. Yeah, no, it says I'm still recording.
1: Okay. So that's All right. Fine. It might just be a- okay. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah. So so you know that's very cool. Very cool that it happened. Uh, who knows what the future holds? That's what I'll say. So.
1: Well, I can't wait because I'm definitely trying to. I'm going to finish the movie like start today, finish tomorrow.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, and actually, if you're going to do that, uh, I have a piece of advice for you.
1: Right. And
0: this is the- this is the way Zach tells people. Like, if you're going to take a break. So, there are chapters to it. There are six chapters. The best place to take a break or an intermission, if you will, would be between chapters four and five. Oh, really? Yeah. So, okay. that, that, that's, your, that's your break point if you're going to take a break. So, just keep that, was- that in mind. <laughs> All right. All righty. So, okay. Well, uh, yeah. It looks like we're getting pretty tight on time here. So, uh, we'll start wrapping things up. And Lee, uh, this has been, uh, fantastic having you on the show. You are, uh, you're such a, a a phenomenal human being, very talented. Um, this has just been great. I've, I've had a great time just talking to you.
1: I've had a great time too, especially for my first podcast. I didn't know where it would go, but this was fun. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no. And, and like, this is normally what it's like. So if you... I'm going to invite you on air, like, anytime you want to come back. Like, let me know. Yeah, like, if you have anything you want to talk about, like, even if you want to just join us for one of the the regular shows we do, Mm -hmm. uh, you could be, you just come in and and help us sort out all the craziness that's going on in the entertainment world. (laughs) Um, That'd be cool.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Yeah, we'd love to have you. And, you know, you'll get to meet uh, Cliff. That's my co-host. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys will get along just as well. So
1: sounds good. That that would be excellent because I've had a blast. This was really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. I've I've really enjoyed it. So this is this is fun. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to do it again, for sure. So all right. So we'll wrap things up and uh, let everybody know out there where like uh, if you're on I know you're on Twitter. Like you can tell people where to follow you on Twitter. If you're on Instagram, I don't know if you are or not, but you know if you want to let people know, like where where can they find you online?
1: Well, I'm on Twitter, which is mostly where I am most of the time. So mm-hmm. my handle is like QTarantino underscore. Uh, of course, being the Tarantino fan I am, I, that's the username okay. I have. So, like, yeah, definitely follow me there. That's where I have the most fun.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. And like I said, if it weren't for the magic of Twitter, uh, this wouldn't be happening right now. So,
1: exactly. Twitter is magnificent. Like, it does its thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it does. So, uh, yeah. So there, there she is, ladies and gentlemen. Go follow her. Uh, show her all the love, and uh, you know, just let her know. Let her know how fantastic she is.
1: So,
0: uh, I am, of course, Antonia Padilla. You can find me on uh, all social media. It's either at Tron Pilgrim or at Tron Pilgrim eighty seven. Uh, if you're watching this, please remember to like and subscribe. Uh, hit that bell notification. Get these videos as early as you can. Leave a comment down below. Uh, let us know how much how much you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> and of course, you can like Nerds of the Roundtable on Facebook facebook.com slash Real Nerds of the Roundtable. Follow us on Twitter at Real Nerds underscore. And if you're listening to this, you're li- probably listening to us on Spotify. Uh, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere podcasts are available. And yeah, I think I hit everything. So that's going to do it for today. This has been the secret origin of uh, Alicia McClendon, uh, also known as Lee. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen, join us next time. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Good night, folks.